How do I meet my soulmate? How do I move on from heartbreak? Does my dream relationship even exist? Are, are dating apps the only way I can meet people? Are all relationships this hard? This is Between the Sheets with Dr. Love. Each week, your host dives into sex, love, dating, relationships, and everything in between. Welcome to Between the Sheets with Dr. Love. Hey, 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 everyone. It's me, Dr. Love, and welcome to another episode of Between the Sheets with me, Dr. Love. Today, we're talking about marriage. Yes, we're talking about why relationships can break up pretty quickly after marriage. I mean, most people go into marriage thinking it's going to last forever, but that's not always the case. You might have heard of couples that were in relationship for years, even decades, Yet they couldn't quite make the marriage work for them. Even if they lived together for some time after they tied the knot, their relationship just fell apart. So marriage is a huge commitment between two people that love each other. So why can't some couples survive as soon as they get home from their honeymoon? Like, what is it? And there's a number of factors that come into play when we look at why certain couples could make it down the aisle, but not past the first year of marriage. And we've got those statistics that say half of all married couples end up in divorce. But it's really time to look at why some of those couples are booking appointments with divorce lawyers faster than they actually booked their honeymoon. Like what is going on? So this is what I'm seeing. So I'm not saying that this has been proven, but this is what I have seen. There are five reasons why couples break up after taking the knot. And these are just five common reasons. One of them is that they felt pressured into it. So more than ever, couples today are choosing not to get married. Despite their family's best efforts and the notion of guilt that they should be getting married. Getting married is a really big commitment and it involves binding paperwork. And modern couples feel secure in their relationships and don't really need a piece of paper to define their relationship. I mean, I guess historically, they didn't have all the rules and laws around, you know, de facto relationships. And back then, we had a lot of religions controlling what we did in our society and whether it was taboo or against religion or it was, you know, not good to be with someone unless you had a marriage certificate. But most couples in 2020 are financially healthy and transparent with each other in their relationship. So if there is a breakup in the future, they will still look after the other person, even if it's not legally binding. It doesn't need to be on paper of what's mine and what's yours. Albeit, you can do that. Obviously, there's prenups and there's ways of doing it, but everyone is able to make some type of arrangement for themselves, even without a marriage certificate. But for other couples they really do succumb to the pressures of society, family, religion, culture, and getting married is just the right thing to do. It is the normal thing to do. Whether you're ready or not, it doesn't matter. You need to get married and you need to have a fulfilling relationship. Even if it doesn't feel fulfilling, it's like you fulfilled what you're supposed to do here on earth. But once you tie the knot, these couples really try to keep up 
with what they think married life should be like. So they actually go on to almost role play. Oh, this is what it needs to look like. This is how I should be. This is how my partner should be. And they do this whole role playing thing. But what actually happens when you do that is that you start to crack under pressure. And it's normally because you entered married life without even wanting to be there in the first place. So that's the first reason, feeling pressured to do the right thing. The second one is some people think marriage is actually the answer to their relationship problems. And they often use these phases in their lives as a way to band-aid or what's really going on. So they think by getting married, having kids, getting a promotion, buying a house is going to solve all of their life's problems. What they feel when they achieve these things is probably a fleeting sense of happiness because they buy into the idea that once they have these things, life is going to get better. But what actually happens is that they get those things and then there's something else they need to achieve so that they can feel happy. And it's a never ending cycle. So once the haze of happiness fades, they really are in search for their next high, their next hit. What am I going to get next so I can feel good? So a wedding can be maybe one of the happiest days of your life, but the married life could be quite the opposite. It could be very different to what you thought it was going to be. And so for couples that that have had unresolved issues before they even got married, before saying I do, and then they walk into a marriage with these problems without any closure or, you know, any type of resolution, they will find that their issues haven't left the table just because you put a ring on it. It doesn't work like that. There's no magic ring that takes away the complexity of a relationship or the arguments and disagreements prior to walking down the aisle. It doesn't work like that. You really need to look at your relationship problems prior to being Mr. and Mrs. The third one is you've actually outgrown each other. You've become different people. So it's natural for people to change. I mean, change is inevitable. Everything around us changes, us included, even if we don't like change or like to admit it. Our lives become more complicated and diverse over the years. And couples often break up because their partner really isn't the same person they fell in love with that many years ago. And when people get married, they sometimes get married thinking and believing their partner is going to stay the way or will be the way they were when they met. They will be this way forever, but that isn't the case at all. As people, we may not change drastically, but we all over time make small changes And a lot of small changes make big changes or big differences. So your partner might attain attributes you really like, but sometimes the priorities in their lives changes that. And then their focus goes on something else. So for couples, it's either an opportunity to grow and learn with your partner, grow together, be open together, be flexible together, or set off a chain of events that signifies the beginning of the end. So you either 
Start to make changes together so that you progress on the same path or what you'll find is that one stays behind and one is way ahead or you could go on two different paths. So that's the third thing is that people change and they can become different people depending on circumstances, experiences and evolution, I guess. The fourth thing is there is a new side to your partner, a side that's been unleashed. You know, with marriage comes an element of comfort. And for some people, this means letting their inhibitions go and truly being yourself, especially if you feel that you've locked down your partner. You might be thinking, I can be myself now. How can being myself be that bad for my marriage? It's actually who I am. But the truth is that if you haven't actually been yourself or shown all sides of your personality to your partner before marriage, it actually might come as a shock to them to see you unleash yourself. So whether they're discovering something as small as being untidy or leaving the toilet seat up, or maybe something bigger, something more detrimental like a personality trait that didn't come out while you were dating and didn't come out until after the honeymoon. For some couples, they experience this as maybe the side of you that is dishonest or disloyal, um, the side of you that has money issues or the side of you that's jealous. And then this then brings new issues into a relationship post-wedding. So because you didn't show this prior to the wedding or because your partner didn't show you this prior to your wedding, you had no clue. You could only base it on facts. And the fact was there were a particular person prior to you meeting them. And you might think you know everything there is to know about your partner until they reveal their major red flags. And this is disappointing. This is heartbreaking because you've married someone you don't know. And this is what leads to separation. And really what it does lead to is second guessing your own judgment. So although you go, oh my God, I am with someone I don't even know, someone I can't be with, someone I don't even like, you start to then doubt yourself and say, how did I not see it? How could I do this? What's wrong with me? And I want you to stop there because there's nothing wrong with you. If someone has shown you something, that is all you were able to see. So be kind to yourself. And let's be honest, you will shown a part of someone and that is the only part that you can judge. You cannot judge something that you haven't experienced or seen before. So that's number four, unleashing a new side. The fifth thing is marital status. So when your marriage has changed your way of living and there's a certain expectation that comes with marriage and married life, which is being equal in everything that you do from decision making to household chores to the way you work together, etc. So if couples lived together before they got married and had their life working pretty well, it would make sense to keep things going the way that they were. But sometimes this doesn't always happen. And it's the unattainable or those traditional expectations like you are now a dutiful wife or you are now the breadwinning husband that actually riffs into your well-oiled relationship machine and make things change. So just because the ring went on, all of a sudden the mindset about the relationship shifts and we go back to the thought of, oh, this is what marriage should look like. 
this is what it needs to sound like. This is what we should be doing. And society has us believing that married couples really need to be intimate all the time at a minimum once a week. They need to always be happy to see each other. They need to not argue and they shouldn't be showing any weaknesses. They need to keep a tidy and maintained home and they all need to have full-time jobs and have a handful of children and of course stay healthy and fit. So just listening to that married life's expectations is totally exhausting me. And think about it. How are couples going to be able to do all of that and stay healthy? What actually happens is that couples end up suffering and end up following other people's rules around relationships. You're not doing what works for you. It doesn't work for you and your family, so don't do it. When we get caught up in all of those mindsets, traditional expectations, unattainable ideas about marriage, then we start to see cracks in them. So my advice there is always follow your own rules. Don't allow anyone to dictate where or how your relationship runs. You oil your own relationship machine. Don't allow anyone else to oil that for you. So my final thoughts on this, getting married for anything other than love is going to be the wrong move for any couple. So a couple who ends up calling it quits after tying the knot really were not ready to walk down the aisle. Unless you are completely ready to walk down the aisle, the aisle can openly communicate with your partner on any issues. You need to be willing to make your own rules and ignore other people's opinions on how you should live your life. Getting married may be the best decision you've ever made. And saying those words, I do, could give you a lifetime of happiness. But I'm a realist and sometimes it won't be. I do want you to notice some of those things that I've mentioned today, because if you feel like you're going to be pressured into a marriage, if you feel like you are going to marry as an answer to fix your problems, if you feel like you've become different people, if you feel like there's a side to your partner that you don't know of and you've had glimpses and you're not too sure, but your gut tells you something. And if you feel like being married is going to change the way that you live because of traditional expectations, I suggest you don't get married. Stay single or stay partnered, but don't say I do because you'll end up a statistic and you'll be part of that whole scenario of half the people that get married end up in divorce. If you are going through this right now and you are not sure if you want to get married or if you should be getting married or you are noticing some of those things come up and now you are going, oh my gosh, that's a red flag. I want you to reach out to me because I'll help you through that and help you make some decisions about what could be a very painful journey or what could be a very, very pleasurable journey the rest of your life. And on that note, I'm going to catch you on the next episode. This is Dr. Love. See ya. Thanks for listening to the podcast with Dr. Love. For all show notes and resources mentioned in this episode, head to www.drlove.com. That's D-R-L-U-R-V-E.com. Got a question for Dr. Love? Email her at ask at doctor.love.com. Love the show. Remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Leave us a review or share it with your friends. Thanks for listening, lovers. We'll see you on the next episode. This is Between the Sheets with Dr. Love.